Police are calling him a potential serial killer. A Miami real estate agent has been arrested following attacks on homeless men in Miami. Willie Suarez Maceo is believed to be behind the deaths of three homeless men in Miami who were murdered for no apparent reason other than being homeless, I guess. Hey everybody and welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. This is Katie Weaver and I'm here with my sister, co-host and partner in crime, Christy Brower. Hello. Hello. Hey everybody. How's How- it going? <laughs> How are you doing? Um, I'm okay. <laughs> I, yeah. Christmas knocked both of us off our unicorns. Yeah. <laughs> little bit i had like the worst migraine i've had in like three years yesterday and uh you know i'm here i'm doing fine today but if any of you are migraine sufferers you know that when you have a major one it takes a few days to actually recover because it's neurological you know it takes a little time to get better and i'm in that they call it postdrome it's like having a hangover only for migraines it's super great but i am okay and i'm here and i am glad to be here because wow. I am upright today, and I think that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank so you. So how are you doing? I'm good. I am good. I am, uh, I, I'm in that phase now. It's like the second Christmas is over. I want all of the decorations out of my house. Right. I want everything cleaned up, and I want to move on. And I'm in that phase right now. So, mm-hmm. and creative phase, because right after Christmas, I always hit a phase of wanting to do, you know, things with my business and create things and do things. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of in that place. So yeah, it's exciting. We're working on season three, getting ready for, uh, we're here at true crime paranormal for season three to launch and season three, you guys, can you believe yeah. it? I, that yeah. just blows me away. And we're starting season three with 500 ish episodes. Yeah. Already in the, already in the can, mm-hmm. so to speak. I just, wow. <laughs> I just have to take yeah. a moment and take that in, you know? Yeah. It's so crazy. It's so great. So yeah, working on some of that stuff and, and I'm good. And we had a great Christmas. We had a lot of fun. Uh, you we know, sure did. my kids were able to come home. Thank God. Yay. Even though, uh, you know, COVID had struck them earlier uh, the week before, but they were good. So right. yeah, we, we had a really fun time. Our weather has turned very South. Uh, <laughs> so it's finally winter in Idaho, you guys. I didn't think it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. All the mountainous areas have had closed roads for a day and a half now. People are stranded right and left. Not us, but, you yeah. know. We had a snow squall yesterday, though, which mm-hmm. I don't know why they call it a squall. I mean, that's like a ocean thing or like the Great Lakes thing. <laughs> it was just like a really bad blizzard where the snow blew mm-hmm. sideways for about 30 minutes. Yep. And you couldn't see anything. Yeah. No, and we were out. Like, we went and had lunch, and then we were headed to the store. We needed a couple of things when this snow squall hit. And it was, like, whiteout conditions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fortunately, we live in town, and so that wasn't a huge deal. But it it was. But it was really short. Like, I was like, yeah. oh, my God, if this goes on very long, it's going to shut this town down. Mm-hmm. But it didn't. Yeah, it didn't. No. We went to the new Spider-Man yesterday, oh. late in the day. It was awesome. Was it? We watched the first two 
uh, yeah, Saturday and Sunday. And then last night we went, yeah, it was fun. It's great. It's awesome. I don't know. I, the kids loved it. So yeah. Well, Mars loved it. The other kids had already gone home, but it's great. Yeah. Mike is a big Spider-Man fan too. And I know he wants to see it. And I'm like, eh. I mean, I love Marvel movies, but Spider-Man has not really been my thing. I'm it was good. Fan. It was sad. Oh, I won't give it's you what I heard is it that it's sad. quite sad. And yeah, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of sad movies personally. I know. You know what I really want to see? Mm. Seeing two. Seeing two. Me too. Next weekend, seeing. we're going to Sing two. So get Boom, yourself let's ready. Do it. Yeah. So you got to watch Sing one this week because Sing two, we're going. Yeah. I thought Sing was the cutest. I yeah. did too. I love it. I'm totally cool with going to cartoons. I cover true crime for a living, you guys. Uh, and work as a medium. I, I'm around a lot of sad stuff all the time. I Hell love yeah. happy things like that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Me too. We go to all we go to all the animated movies. Rhonda loves all the animated stuff. And honestly, I do too. Mm-hmm. I like the fun, positive, funny stuff. Yeah, the sad stuff. Mm, pass. I've had enough of that in my life. I don't need to watch it on TV, <laughs> on a movie, you know. Right. I've been there. Sure. So that's that's good enough for me. Yeah. Well, hopefully you guys had a good holiday if you celebrate. And some of you, I think, are still celebrating this week. It's this weird week. I saw a meme yesterday that said, we're in this week uh, between Christmas and New Year's where I'm not sure what day it is, what my name is, and when was the last time I showered. <laughs> yeah. That's so true for so many. It is. Yeah. yeah. So today we're going to talk about uh, a supposed or suspected serial killer uh, out of Miami, which is interesting because last Monday we covered a new serial killer that was just uh, arrested and discovered in Virginia. Right. Uh, This one I have more questions about, but we're going to get there. So we are talking about, oh gosh, hold on. Oh, wow. All my articles. uh... (laughs) We're talking about Willie Suarez Maceo. So Willie is a real estate agent in Miami. And last Tuesday, there was a couple of shootings of homeless people. And he's believed to be the person who did that. And I will say that the police in Miami are particularly um, sensitive to this one because it was homeless people. Right. Which I'm encouraged by because it seems like uh, the more vulnerable communities, like the homeless, um, sex workers, uh, people of color. So frequently it seems like there is less care put on their cases. And in this case, they're saying he's killing homeless people for no reason, like execution style killings. So what I wanted to please have this same compassion for, for sex workers next, please. Yes. Right. Please, please. Can we see that? Because that's definitely what we need. Yeah. So I'm going to pull up the, uh, the press conference here. I'm going to skip over the mayor and just get right to. I always have to have the mayor. Yeah. Give a. Motivational talk about right. how great motivational the speech, is. speech. So let's go ahead and share the press conference. It's it's fairly long, but I think it, I like it because it really details why they arrested him and, you know, really what happened. So we're going to go there next. So I'm going to go ahead and share that. Well, maybe I am. Here we go. 
my tech, I had it all set up and ready and it kind of failed me. All right, here we go. Thank you, uh, Mayor Suarez. Um, I'm uh, Interim Chief Manny Morales of Miami Police Department and I'd like to thank uh, Major Suarez, Commissioners King and and uh, Manolo Reyes for being here. The other commissioners out of town couldn't be here, but without their own wavering support, the men and women of the Miami Police Department would not be able to do effectively what we do each and every day, which is to go out there and keep our community safe. I'll give you a brief timeline of the incidents that took place that led to the arrest of Willie Maceo Suarez. Tuesday, December 21st, at approximately 8 p.m., we had a witness that flagged down one of our police officers that was on patrol in the area of 400 Southwest 2nd Avenue and advised the officer that it was a victim that appeared to be from uh, suffering from blunt trauma to the head. The investigation quickly revealed that the uh, victim was suffering from a gunshot wound to the head, requested rescue. That individual is in extreme critical condition and is being treated at Jackson Memorial Hospital in trauma. Uh, as this investigation was unfolding down very near to uh, where we are right here at the administration building, uh, very close, two hours later, at approximately 9.57 p.m. at uh, Miami Avenue on 21st Street, units uh, responded, reference a 911 call where a victim, where a complainant saw a victim unresponsive on the ground. Units arrived and discovered a black male deceased from an apparent shotgun wound. The investigation began. Uh, officers quickly connected the two incidents, not only because of the, um, the short span of time between the two shootings, but because both incidents involved victims that were homeless. Uh, as the investigation continued, the members of our criminal investigations unit led by a Chief Aguilar and, and Major Cook from our Criminal Investigation Division began scouring for not only physical evidence, but electronic evidence, and were able to discover a video of the shooting on Miami Avenue, where it revealed that a black vehicle had driven up to the location where the victim was laying down on the ground and uh, shot at him several times. Victim fled. Subsequently, the investigation revealed uh, the type of vehicle and the tag. Um, the physical evidence on the scene, physical evidence on the scene of both crimes quickly were matched by our ballistics experts. Uh, and we were able to identify a vehicle and a person of interest, Mr. Suarez. Our tactical robbery units dispatched throughout the city were able to make contact with the vehicle with the suspect who was in possession of a firearm marching the caliber used in both homicides. As they took him to the station to further the investigation, one of the lead investigators noticed a resemblance um, that the suspect of this incident had to a crime that took place back in October 16, right in the area of Miami Avenue, Miami and uh, First Street, where another homeless individual was um, horrifically murdered. Um, there were still images that have been published to, to, um, to the media and the public, um, and the resemblance uh, led us to believe that there was a possible connection, and this individual is connected. Through the help of our federal partners, we were able to match the ballistic evidence to the weapon, the 
Mr. Um, Suarez had in his possession to both the murder on Miami Avenue and the attempted murder nearby here at the 400 blocks of Southwest 2nd Avenue. Uh, we need the public's help. Um, if they have any information that might help our investigation, get us any closer to developing probable cause on the incident that took place on October 16th, and we'll make sure that you guys have the public distribution flyers um, that they can come forward and assist us. We truly appreciate that. We also want to alert our local law enforcement partners if they uh, have any crimes that match the criteria or match the same method of operation, which homeless individuals for apparent no reason have been brutally targeted to reach out to us, to our homicide unit at 305-603-6350 so we can link up the clues and assist us in, um, in trying to bring this, uh, this individual uh, to justice on the third crime. Uh, Mr. Um, Suarez is going to be arrested today for attempted murder on the first incident and subsequently for murder on the incident on Miami Avenue. Um, one of the things we want to share with the public is that the Miami Police Department diligently worked this case for almost 48 straight hours. The investigators took no rest. They knew that we're close. They felt the pain, they felt the injustice that the victims had suffered at the hands of this cruel individual and this senseless crime. And uh, through their diligent efforts, we're able to successfully apprehend a violent criminal that's no longer on the streets of Miami. So, so he didn't say serial killer. He did not. It's That's what's being thrown around in the news. And... It seems more like a spree killer to me. And in press conferences, or not that one, but in other statements, yeah. It, it's interesting. I He has been now arrested. He was arrested on Christmas Eve, and he has been in court now. And, of course, it was a Zoom meeting for court, and I was going to share. I do want to share a clip from that, too. It's interesting because... Uh, uh, interpreter has been provided, uh, though he does seem like he speaks English, but they did provide an interpreter. Uh, I've never seen a Zoom uh, court hearing like this, where there's an interpreter who constantly takes over the feed. It's really interesting. So I'm going to share a little that bit is. of that. I think they have to. If English is a person's second language, they mm -hmm. always have an interpreter just mm -hmm. to make sure that they can't ever come back and say they didn't understand what was happening. Yeah, yeah. So let's take a quick look at uh, at court, and this is a little bit of the uh, the state talking about what evidence they have against Mr. Maceo. So we'll see that firearm was located on him within 24 hours of the alleged shooting. Y también este arma fue encontrado en su posesión en un tiempo menor a 24 horas después de que se hicieron los disparos. And your honor, shell casings from the alleged shooting. Uh, forensically matched the firearm that was located on the defendant. Y los casquillos de las balas de el arma han sido enlazados con el arma el cual tenía en su posesión el acusado. And Your Honor, based on the, the link between the firearm 
the defendant's purchasing of the firearm, the defendant being in possession of the firearm within 24 hours of the shooting, and the forensic match of the shell casings, the state believes that there's probable cause here. So saying... All right. So, and, uh, you know, you did hear the police chief say that it was with help from their federal partners. So the FBI helped them with ballistics. Uh, they did this really fast. It happened really fast uh, from the time they saw, you know, footage of the first incident uh, and got the license plate. And then, of course, uh, the ballistics and found the gun on the uh, the suspect. It all happened really, really quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and what do we know about the the perp, Willie Suarez Maceo? We know that he is a real estate agent. We know that he has had uh, a lot of videos up here in the past year of him working out, of him as an amateur photographer at the beach, taking pictures of families and of the water and things like that. Um, we know that he loves fast cars and nice things. And we know that he's been working hard on selling houses. That's like pretty much all we know about him. At is this he point. married? Does he have a family? Not that it, uh, not that we have seen yet. Honestly, uh, his professional profile is about all that has been uh, on the scene. It's strange for someone that functional mm-hmm. and to, to, to be, you know, like this is a serious break for him. Like if this is a psychotic break for him or, right. you know, do we know if he has a criminal record? We don't know. Uh, but for him to be a bonded uh, real estate agent, I would say probably, probably not, not, actually. At least not an adult record. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so now the other thing is that uh, we know that the first victim was uh, seriously injured. That's the last we've heard about that victim. We don't know if that victim actually died. A lot of uh, news sources are saying that he has three victims, uh, three murder victims. We don't know that. We don't even know if that victim actually has passed, though they were seriously injured. Uh, we do know the second victim was a 56-year-old man who was who died on scene. Both of the victims from Tuesday were shot in the back of the head. Uh, some the, One of them was shot at multiple times. They were both asleep on the sidewalk. Yeah. And were just killed. Just, and just shot. There. So it's very random. It's very random. And then, of course, well, I mean, sort of. It's not they're, trapped. I mean, obviously, they're homeless, but. Yes. The other one that's just, this whole thing is so random for me. It's, I'm just having a hard time really putting this together as a serial killer. But maybe there will be more that comes out later. Obviously, they're, as in the case in uh, Virginia last week, they're putting a big call out to other law enforcement agencies. Help us. Do you have cases like this? What, you know? Right. Has what do we need to piece together? Yeah, but. One of the things that is not tracking for me is the uh, the murder in October that they're trying to tie back now to Maceo was a knife. He didn't really talk about it in the press conference, but it was a stabbing, not a shooting. Mm. However, the gun in question was bought recently, and so he wouldn't have had the gun at the time. But that one was actually a pretty brutal, multiple stab wound kind of uh, stabbing, which really breaks from now just pulling up and shooting sleeping homeless men on the sidewalk. It does. It does. 
I just think there's a lot more to come in this case. I, I obviously, yeah, confused. Yeah, I think everybody's confused. I think that that police chief is confused too. Like mm -hmm. we don't know what we have here. Yeah, yeah. Um, wow, it was interesting the way he was standing in the courtroom. Museo mm -hmm. uh, was. Why was he standing? Mm, I don't know. Maybe he was supposed to. I'm not sure. I don't know. That just seemed odd to me. Like usually they have you, them come in, you know, obviously yeah. he's, he has a bulletproof vest on, obviously, mm -hmm. and he was in shackles. But usually in those hearings, they walk him in and have him take a seat. Yeah, true. But it showed him standing the whole time. Yeah. And because he was masked, I mean, there was so little we could see. We couldn't see facial expressions, nothing mm -hmm. to kind of start getting a feel for who this dude is. Mm-hmm. But it's wow. interesting. And and looking at his like his Facebook page, his professional profile and things like that, there's a real brand that he's has been uh building around himself of being uh high end, upscale, pictures of him next to Porsches and you know, fancy cars at car shows and that's a know. big thing for realtors in Miami in that uh -huh. area. I actually yeah. know a couple of realtors in Miami, and that's what you do. I mean, yes. you you know. You want to be posh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, realtors here doesn't matter. <laughs> but, They'll you know. drive their minivan. It's fine. But yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, so, you know, looking for more information about him and hopefully uh, we're able to ascertain more. But it is kind of like he's a ghost uh, other than the public persona. Right. Because we don't know if any of that stuff's actually even true. Right. Right. Absolutely. What was the car? It was a black car, but... I never saw anywhere that it was said a the charger. Meat. Was it a charger? Okay. I believe so. Yeah. That would make sense. So he does have a, a pretty fancy, mm -hmm. you know, like muscle car type type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. So was we'll he independent see. or did he work for a real estate agency? No, he worked for an agency. Wow. Uh let's see. I, just, I, I would you. imagine that the people who know him are like you know, like, yeah. what's going on here? I'm sure that's true. Yeah. I'm sure that's true because this seems to really break from, you know, who he's put himself forward to be. I also would be curious to know how long he's lived in Florida. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, actually looking at his uh, professional page, I would say he's been a realtor there for a couple of years, maybe. Mm -hmm. But uh, no, he worked for an agency. I should oh you know what i do have i have uh, a piece of evidence there or a piece of evidence there we go <laughs> uh okay <laughs> a, a piece of proof i can show you <laughs> century 21 oh wow so you worked uh yep in wow, kendall yeah. miami palmetto bay richmond heights and south miami wow Yep. Very, it is very interesting. Yeah, it, it's odd to see somebody who seems to be climbing, you know, yeah. and doing well. And he's only 25, which is a little young. It is. Um, although, I don't know, you know, I still keep kind of feeling like psychotic break here. Like maybe, maybe. he's had a break in his mental health. Um. You know, They're... still keeping up his appearance a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, Perhaps, yeah. You know, there was maybe... some speculation about uh, 
maybe trying to clean up the streets because uh, homeless people sleeping on the street is keeping uh, good properties from selling, you know, that kind of idea that could be which something. would fit with uh, some categories of serial killers. So according to the FBI, the psychological types of serial killers are power oriented, like Bundy or Raider that enjoyed watching the terror of their victims. Right. We have the mission-oriented killers that feel like they're improving the world, like by getting rid of undesirable people, like prostitutes, like the Green River Killer. And he would fit, definitely fit that category if the, right. that was true, if that was true. Yeah. Um, and then visionaries, of course, who kill because they are being directed by hallucination. Right. Which, you know, if he was having a psychotic break, he'd actually fit into that category. So we don't know. Yeah, we don't know. And we also don't know if he's just, if he's a spree killer, if it's not. Right. I don't know. I don't know right. that the FBI would call this a, as a serial killer yet. Well, here's the FBI's criteria for a serial murderer. They would have to kill in three or more separate events. And these happen separate events, but they have not. Two of them happened at the same day. Right. That's why close. I keep leaning towards spree killer. Yeah, at three or more separate locations, which is true, but engage in an emotional cooling off period between murders, which couldn't have happened on the same day. No. And then, uh, of course, the serial murderer, the killing of three or more victims over an extended period of time, which isn't true in this case. Right. But again, you know, the police are really wondering if there are more that they just don't haven't tied together yet. So. Right, right. Which certainly could be. I mean, it's a huge place. Yeah. And, you know, um, you know, homeless people are often not seen as a priority by the police. I'm pretty impressed by these guys that they're like, you know, but but it is horrific to think that you just come up on a person sleeping on the sidewalk and mm -hmm. you just shoot them in the head. Like, yeah. Wow. Absolutely. There's yeah. some brutality there that is pretty terrifying. For sure. Yeah, so unprovoked. I mean, there's just no rhyme or reason to why you would do anything like that. No. I mean, ever, obviously, but still, yeah. But, I yeah, I mean, there's no, like, altercation beforehand or yeah. anything. Just, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, we will be uh, learning more about uh, Maceo as we can, as more comes out about him. We'll do a little more investigative work ourselves as well. And just keep an eye on this one. So again, just like with the case last week, the, the serial killer in Virginia, or alleged serial killers, uh, we will keep an eye on this one and see, because it will be interesting to see if more cases emerge. Yeah, most definitely. So this is our Monday slash Tuesday case. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're only going to put out two cases this week, uh, you know, because of the holiday and so we do have another case coming out tomorrow. We're going to talk about the Memphis Three. There's a yeah. lot going on with that case. A there lot. is, which is amazing because there's been nothing for many years. Yeah. And, and suddenly, uh, you know, somebody just asked us to cover this case like last week. Yeah. And then suddenly there's this big break. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yep. So that's coming. We'll be back Wednesday night with case updates. There are quite a few case updates. So we do have plenty to share there. Uh, particularly in the Crumley uh, case. Mm -hmm. um, and well, others. and Kim Potter, too. Yeah, Kim Potter. Well, and who knows? Maybe we'll have a ruling in Maxwell by then, too. We We're could. on the jury's still deliberating today. They're back to it after their holiday break. So, yeah. 
we'll see where we're at there. And then, of course, Thursday night at 7 p.m. Mountain for the Psychic Hour, our dear friend Kelly McLean, who is a fantastic astrologer, is coming to break down the astrology of Chad, Lori, and Alex in the, uh, of course, in the Vallow Daybell murders. So that's going to be really, really interesting. Plus, you guys are just going to love Kelly. She's a lot of fun. She is a lot of fun. And but awesome. I'm so curious to does. hear what she has to say about their astrology. Me too. So that all is coming up this week. So you guys, I hope you had a great holiday and we'll keep our finger on this one and lots of other stuff going on in the crime world. So sure. this has been yet another production of True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Take care. Bye guys. Bye.